0: It's kind of one of those things. It's like the duck. You know, you see a duck in the water, right? The duck looks like it's cool, but the duck's freaking working
1: hard under the water.
0: Whoa, I'm working hard, working hard. That's how hard places. We look cool, but we're working hard.
1: So look, we are doing. If we we're, were, we got a lot to. We got a lot to talk about, fellas. That's
0: do. It's true. <laughs> the first thing we to talk about, to
1: get it in. First thing we have to talk about is on Tuesday. Today is Sunday night, March 22nd. And on Tuesday, we had a conversation and we were like, hey, man, what do you guys think the, the numbers will be on this COVID 19 thing by April? Okay, look, so we have some things to figure out, fellas. So last time we recorded was Tuesday, March 17th. Correct. And today is. Sunday, March twenty second, and there were six thousand cases of COVID, and, <laughs> and we it's not, made it's not it. funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's, yeah, no, we made a, a bet, a big bet. We said, "Listen, <laughs> threw a couple grand down on it because that's how much money we make." That's right. <laughs> and Trace threw out some huge number. I don't remember the exact number. I remember what I said. But uh, Trace, was yours like 120, 130? I think
2: it was 110. I think that's where I was at.
1: And I was like, "Ah, that sounds a little high. I'm going to go like 62. (laughs) Well, in less than a week, we went from 6,000 cases to 34 or something wild. So that was a bit of a jump. And uh, it's looking like Trace might not be completely wrong on that kind of stuff. What are are y'all's thoughts?
2: I think I'm gonna be low. <laughs> you
1: Ugh. think you're gonna be low? Yep. Yo, yikes, yikes. Did did any of y'all we're at thirty-two, thirty-two seven. Um, thirty-two thousand seven hundred. Did any of y'all say, uh, we're gonna be at thirty-two on Sunday? Either one of y'all.
2: Nah, I don't think so. I think I threw out Cause we were at six and it was going up about four times every or yeah, four times every week or something like that. So I think by, I was thinking by like next Tuesday we were going to be at, what is that? 32 was kind of my guess. And then went up again from there. So maybe it was one twenty cause that'd be four times 30 by April 1st, right around there. I tried to math it, go with what the
1: stats were saying. But, um, Six times four, if we're at 6,000, four times in a week, that's only 24K. Oh, shoot, you're right, math. Yeah, so we went in, in less than a week. We've And a lot of that is obviously like more testing and people, you know, the more tests you have, the more positives you're going to have and and all that stuff that hopefully by this time that people – already understand that that should be already an understood thing that's people people try to bring it up i'm like yeah duh duh but it's still pretty it's still it's still kind of shocking just to hear it
0: yeah
1: i think we're still not quite testing
2: like i don't know where to go get a test if i needed one i don't think all the hospitals are like fully
0: stocked but they have, they have the drive throughs right there's there's two drive-through locations here in Austin, Ron Rock.
1: But I still I do think that they're still like really low. I still yeah. think that the availability is still really low. It says something. Like the one of the top um things on the news right now says people with high suspicion of COVID nineteen infection can't get tested in Austin. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think we haven't even gotten the results back for most of them. Because I know I've heard of people that have gotten a test and it takes like 48 to 72 hours to get it back so you're just looking at that but Mm -hmm. do you see in i don't and this is facebook post i don't know i didn't check my source or anything but the picture of like beds lined up i think it was in tennessee nashville maybe they were like making a parking garage into a makeshift like unit sort of
1: yeah, I know Nashville is, is kind of having a tough time right now. Um, when you go look at the cases in Tennessee, uh, it's from my understanding that Nashville is definitely taking the majority of that. So, and I know Vanderbilt is a big, big hospital, and they're probably doing I, – I have not seen that post, though.
2: So. I think that was where it was at, was Vanderbilt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the, I think the Vanderbilt, I've seen a few posts about how they're like setting up tents and everything and trying to do all that. So mm. I'm sure that's, hey, you know, another thing that we didn't talk about last week is uh, me just dropping my phone and killing that audio um, is is New Orleans is getting it, right, Jared? I think New Orleans is, is one of the heavier hit places right now.
0: Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, New Orleans and Houston got hit pretty hard. I know, and Louisiana is now a shelter and home uh state so yeah stuff 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 is uh, excellent e- growing exponentially escalating that's the word i was Escal- looking for ah, excellent oh, hmm. <laughs> things are excellent <laughs> 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 yes going exactly as planned
1: but, um yeah. trace what is your work hey nice gun um not real gun but like a little finger pointing gun for the audio people um appreciate that clarification yeah <laughs> trace is like <laughs> call his name and he pulls out like a voice <laughs> like, What? yes sir <laughs> um what's your uh what's your what's your work schedule looking like next week
2: uh same as it's always looked um except now they're taking our temperature at the door um screening us again. So we're still on lockdown, but I think next week, you're going to see maybe some change in the VA where I'm at. I feel like it's starting to come out that, you know, we really shouldn't be doing anything but telehealth right now. So we'll see. I don't know
1: how many, do you know how many patients you're expecting to see tomorrow?
2: Oh, uh, hmm. I know we're discharging two more this week. So I'm going to be down to like four between three clinicians. Four or five. It's gonna be pretty loaded. Don't worry, we're keeping busy. <laughs> and you're busy too, right, Tyler?
1: Um, tomorrow. So they they've been falling off. Uh, we've talked to Rich Severin, so people are gonna hear about that. Um, gonna hear. Did I say his name right, Jared? Sef- Severin? Severin, I believe so. I think yeah. I think I kind of did the wrong emphasis. He'll let us Severin? know. He'll, he'll he'll
0: send us a. He'll give us a call. Like, boys, you're messing up. Sorry about
1: that. Hey, how out of control was his? uh Was his? How? What a pleasant surprise! His hair was. <laughs> oh yeah, to, like to look at him up close and
0: personal. Yeah, he's got um, he's he's got some beautiful grooming skills. It was really absolutely. a treat to.
1: Him. Wow.
2: I feel like yeah. that, I, I'm just not that committed to making my hair and beard look that great. At he's all. about that life. He's unfair. about that life. Low maintenance. Like if I sleep and wake up with bedhead,
0: shaving it. Is it, is it that surprising that somebody that's completed two residencies, multiple research papers, PhD candidate is down for
1: the cause for his beard. Like he's, he you know he's not afraid of work. It is true. How much, how much extra time we should ask him that? How much extra time you think he spends knowing you, you too, it would be hilarious to see how much more time he spends getting ready in the morning. compared yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. I would not say that I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Guys. I'm, I'm
0: definitely a wake up and go. Yeah. Like, like wake up and go. You, you, you know, you treat a couple of patients, then you go to the bathroom and you're like, Oh, I have like boogers in my nose and, and eye boogers in my eyes. And there's like cat hair in my beard. And you're like, Oh, I should probably, glad I went, glad I went to the, i glad I went to the bathroom before lunch or else more people would have seen me like this.
2: So, has, yeah. anyone, has anyone been corrected on their shirt being inside out? Because that happened with my scrubs prior.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. The scrubs are tricky. They got pockets on the inside and the outside. So I'm like, throw it on, pocket on the yeah. outside. I'm good. You, Just kidding. It's all inside out. Yeah.
1: That's hard. Wait, what kind of place has a, a pocket on the inside and the outside? Have you? <laughs> Just have real you, efficient. <laughs> what kind of scrubs have you been Bye entirely. <laughs> do you guys have pockets on the inside of your scrubs <laughs> speaking of of scrubs um i was i'm i'm in the process of moving right now and i'm Congrats. i have all these yeah, things i have all these books and i found one from pt school and i found one book of grant's dissection dissector or whatever and i was like Ooh, i don't think i'd Brought this one into the lab, uh, the wet lab. I don't think – I think this oh, one stayed outside.
0: Oh, oh God. I <laughs> hope so.
1: For all you listeners, that is a well-known book on how to dissect the human. So, And if you take it into the wet lab, a.k.a. the cadaver lab, that one uh, can get a little – not sterile. Not sterile. So I'm, like, moving all these books, and I saw I'm like – just going to place it with the rest of them and I'm yeah. pretty sure that one didn't go you, in. you
2: guys have any classmates that laminated parts of it so they could wipe it down and then bring that's, it back out?
0: That's that's a pro tip.
1: That is a pro tip.
0: No, no that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, you see that stuff covered in cadaver juice and just like wipe it down. It's yeah. good. Let's study from it. Just I'll, I'll bring my book. It's fine. You can leave this one here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, that is, How, that is a sidetrack. What's moving like during this time? Are, like, are you physically like moving apartments during this time?
1: Yeah, uh, it rained in Austin here yesterday so we couldn't really do too much. So and, it was just a little bit of stuff. We have like a three week gap before we need to get out of this place. So um, really didn't do a lot. Next weekend's gonna be the, the big thing. But uh, it's, um, it's kind of interesting because Jamie's getting a new um, storage device, storage device, storage area. But they're like, by the way, we're gonna be um, not there next week, so you need to do it now. Here's a funny story: is we we went to go get our keys at the front office at the new place, and it's locked. It's like call if you want to set up something, you have to call, and everything's automated. And we're like, well, how do we get these keys? Like, what do we need to do? So we came back to this new place, and it's right down the road. It's really close. And I thought I was like, what? Uh, let's go read the sign again and see if there's something we overlook um, to see if there's a way to get into our new place, our, our keys. And I was like, what if they just left the place unlocked with our keys in there? What if they did that? Damn. So we go over there and sure enough, they just left the apartment unlocked with our keys there and had all of our welcome stuff there with our paperwork. Wow. It was so weird. That's, co- that's
0: COVID welcoming now, huh?
1: Yeah, that's COVID welcome. By the way, we're going to leave it unlocked. I'm going to be in a different state. Yeah,
0: your shit's there. Go get it. Don't touch me. Don't breathe my air. Wow, that's crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another thing I was thinking about earlier, and I just want to... is... on the books tomorrow, three initial evals. So we will see... Do you know the ages? No, I should look that up. You guys keep talking. Yeah, about give me their ages. Up.
0: Give me their names and conditions right now. So we can, <laughs> let's just talk about let's do, let's do case studies right now. Let's talk about them. Well, yeah. there more hippos We're, so I mean, yeah, okay. let's go. I want to know. I want to know <laughs> everything about these people. Um. So, and and this is what we can also talk about. So, um, you know, there's a lot of lot of debate going on right now, right? Uh, from the ethic from the ethical side, saying. PTs, specifically outpatient physical therapists, may not be classified as essential and should not be treating patients, right? Because you're just at risk of you you as a therapist catching COVID and, of course, you passing it on to your at-risk patients or even the patients that don't seem to be at risk and they go and spread it, yada, yada. We know how airborne viruses work the U S department of Homeland security issued a memorandum of a list of essential critical infrastructure workers yesterday and physical therapists are included on that list. So in the U S department of Homeland security, physical therapists are classified as essential critical workers. Now there's a debate with that saying, of course, are they talking about acute care? Are they talking about, you know, in home, are we really going to consider outpatient physical therapists, you know, all that stuff. But bottom line, U S department is saying we're essential. How do you guys feel about that? I have my own feelings. Uh, what are your thoughts?
2: Uh you go first. Oh, Okay. All right. Um, so my personal thoughts are, that doesn't make any sense. Um, in a time where, you're telling people that they don't need cardiac surgeries or joint replacements, or, um, like Rich Severn was saying, they're doing no bariatric surgeries. They're not, they're not doing surgeries to fix people's problems or pain. So why are we doing something on pain or, you know, some sort of a disability that is spanning longer than three months, six months? Like it doesn't make any sense on our end because We should be able to do it via telehealth, I guess, PT educating patients. Yeah, it's necessary. I don't know why you need in-person interaction. It's like a risk reward kind of thing. Like, could you help them? Yeah. You could probably fix their back pain that they've had for the last five years in one visit and that'd be great. And then they'd go home and have dinner with their grandma and then their grandma dies of COVID. So where's that risk reward there? Like, could they have dealt with the back pain for two or three more weeks and kept granny safe? Probably. Probably a better idea.
0: And what, what about the acute care therapists that are like in there working post-op with people that have had some serious conditions?
2: I think as long as they have the appropriate PPE, then sure, it makes sense to get them moving. We know that you increase mortality rates if you get people not moving out of acute care. So if we're trying to mobilize someone to get them to where we can put them somewhere else and get a bed open for someone that has COVID that needs a ventilator, then yeah, get them moving, get them out of there. Um, as long as you're putting your staff and your patients at the least amount of risk possible, um, then yeah, I've heard, I think, I don't know if it was a VA setting or where it was, but I had heard that they were doing like the subjective and kind of objective portion with nurses involved. And you're just like on the phone or on like some sort of communication system with them. So you're saving the PPE. Cause if you're educating the nurse on kind of like what to look for, they already are, typically moving them around in bed if they need to clean them or anything like that. Like you're not afraid of them dropping them and then you're saving PPE for if that's the issue.
0: Yeah. Shout out to nurses for being the fucking glue that holds society together.
1: Yeah. I feel like anybody, when you actually go work in the hospital, like for me, it was incredibly alarming the first week of was like, Oh, nurses are doing all of this shit. Like, yep. The doctors just come in and and don't get me wrong. The doctors do a lot. They know their stuff and and I've seen doctors make call like the nurses like I think it should be this because that's how nurses sound. And the doctor comes in. Watch he's it. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's probably terrible. That, <laughs> no, you yeah, I take that back with the whole <laughs> voice because nurses are are awesome and I know a lot of male nurses personally. Um. But the nurses will say one thing because you you interact with the nurses a lot and the doctors come in and they are like they make a call that's a little bit different um so but but god over for 90 percent of it man geez the nurses are just in there in the trenches they're cleaning yeah. they're they're doing so much they're cleaning they're checking up. They're like morale support right yeah. they're, they're like your general morale like when you switch nurses at 7 p.m you're like oh wait I'm going to have a tough night because this nurse is. or when a nurse that you really love comes in, you know, family, when people who have family and friends in the hospital, when you have a nurse that comes in, like, I love this nurse. I'm going to have like the next 12 hours of my life are going to be so much better because this nurse is amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: for sure. Thank you nurses. But yeah, then
0: Tyler same essential, you know, question to you. How do you, you know, your thoughts are we essential? Are we not essential? Do, or do you have an ethical problem with going into work tomorrow? Yeah. Should you yeah, quit? So, Should you walk away from all this shit right now?
1: Oh, my God. So, PTs are not always the dumbest people on the planet. So, it's really hard to argue on that. So, I had this, thank goodness, it was very nice that um, – I had a I had a discussion on Friday with the staff and our clinic director and everything. It was in front of everyone. And I was talking about how the ethical dilemmas and I'm getting pretty twisted up about it. And he was like, you should probably be telling some people to stay home. He's like, it's time to play full doctor and make that judgment call of the people that should be here and the people that shouldn't be here. And when you come, when people come in, we should be treating them as if they have it. Like, he's like, I'm not saying we should throw caution to the wind. What we should be doing is being incredibly good healthcare professionals right now. And he was like, and if we, if he made some sort of comment, I don't want to misquote him, but he made some sort of comments. Like if this thing goes down, it's going to go down with us doing it the right way. Like we're going to not screw around and do this the wrong way. Um, And that's a good good argument to make but uh it's, it's i feel like trace's argument is probably the superior one to that argument um so that's that's tough uh and then another one of my pt friends that you guys also know shout out to monica panavik now is her last name because she got married um hey congrats Yeah. She was saying, I feel like uh, with all this like shortage of medical professionals, like we can probably utilize some sort of skill, like put us somewhere else in the field.
2: That's what I've kind of been telling my coworkers. It's like, I don't mind going to work. I don't want the two weeks off just to have two weeks off. But I feel like with the time I've invested to learning at least baseline medical things, why can you not use us like we have a screening procedure at work where there we have like front clerks or frontline staff not nurses no medical background at all janitors whatever they're doing the initial like here's your three questions if they answer yes 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 you're sending them here this is a secondary screen where we're going to take your temperature and we're going to make a medical decision and they were like if you're a licensed professional you know a nurse a doctor a dentist if you're one of these professionals stay for the secondary screening training. And I asked, I was like, are physical therapists included in this? She's like, they haven't been, but I don't see why not. I was like, yeah, being licensed healthcare professionals with a doctoral level education, we should be able to help here somehow. Right. She's like, yeah, go ahead and stay. But it's like, I don't feel like anyone thinks that way in a hospital. It's like they haven't flipped the switch of, you know, like I wouldn't know how to do what a nurse does. But if there was a charge nurse that told me, hey, go do this, I'd be comfortable enough donning PPE, helping someone move. I'm not going to be putting in a vent or anything or like administering, probably administering meds or doing an IV. But like in a crunch, you could give me the meds that he need issued,
0: tell me how to issue them, like whatever it is, or just help in some way. And, and therein lies the distinction of like, you know, this shit is like military style pt this shit is like full direct access this is this is wartime general shit um and and it's really great looking at you know you guys because you guys are in two two totally different settings va and private practice outpatient um and just hearing the differences in all the the economics are at play here everything Everything is in play. I think actually
2: what you just said gave me a better idea for utilizing PTs. Like PTs are already being utilized in the ED. Why not put us in there for the musculoskeletal cases? Like rule out COVID. You got someone that rolled an ankle. Why can't I see them?
0: Like why not put us in where? I'm sorry, you cut out a little bit.
2: Oh, why not put us in the ED? Like you've already got some PTs in the ED for like musculoskeletal cases. So if you've ruled out COVID and it's someone that just needs to be seen, like let us determine if there needs to be an imaging Perform if it's low back pain that they're coming in for. Like, if we're ruling, I don't know if I want to get into like ruling out signs of a stroke or anything like that because I don't know what the next move is for a PT, but something along that nature of using our skills for what we're good at without having to just be an outpatient PT. Like, put us where
0: people are coming in and need the care. Some triage primary care stuff, huh? With the shortage going on. Yeah, this this shit is is super interesting. You know, you hear everybody's opinion on on social media right now. And, and yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in the ethics, the, the, what, what part of the healthcare continuum are you on the financial side? Cause I'm sure i private practice, you know, Tyler, we got, I was at that clinic too. We got technicians that aren't making stuff, but they do need that money. They're making, they aren't making a lot of money, but they need that money. And if y'all close up, you know, you're still on salary, but they're hourly. So they just not get paid and are cool with that. And you know, but then again, they're not spreading the virus and they're not at risk to the virus. And we're, we can help promote social distancing and and flatten the curve. But
2: so do you guys want to update your number guesses now? April 1st, we'll uh, keep the date. Check it out.
1: I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay at 65. Okay. Like or, Jared, 60, or whatever. Mind,
2: Jared, you on. staying at forty?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think it's. I think I think we're on the down slope. I don't think it's gonna get any worse <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah, I. Um, I'm bad with numbers and all this stuff. I, whatever, whatever Trace says, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, shit, man. i it's, it seems like at least till May though, right? Like this shit is going to, is gonna, is, ex, is expanding and, and going to grow. And we're not going to see the downside of this until May-ish, right? That's what I've heard from some people that know their shit.
2: Very possible. Um, I think we're about ready to see a real quick uptick.
0: Uptick.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and more fun news. We got a few minutes left on this call. Jared, why don't you give the listeners a, what, what what's a preview of us moving forward? We got some... You're talking about we got like Will Butler maybe in a few Yeah, the future. Will Butler is going to live from his patellar tendon
0: rehab and, and improv uh, background. We'll be talking to him. Um, who else? Oh yeah, Derek Miles and Joshua Walters upcoming. We got We got an old episode with Jet Set that we need to do some uh, debriefing on and, and definitely do an intro. Unfortunately, they had to cancel all their, all their contact trips, right? That sucks. Yeah, for um, the near future, yeah. Yeah. And it, it sucks too just seeing, um, you know, a lot of these small businesses, a lot of these coffee shops, restaurants, gyms, having to lay people off and having to shut down doors because hopefully they do something about rent. And like waive rent because it's just it's fucked up that these businesses still have to pay rent um right now but ugh, it's not not a good time to be a small business owner
1: Teresa, um, don't you have like a medical student in your living with you yeah yeah I do. they haven't they haven't canceled the mcat yet is he anywhere? Like, aren't they, like, waving everything and just, like, pushing nurses? That's what they did in Texas with the the nurses. It's, like, they're just, like, pushing them into the field. No, I don't think they're,
2: like, without being licensed? <laughs> or they're, like, pushing the licensing exam?
1: I don't... I, the, I don't have a, an answer for you. It, it seemed like he did something where... um he like it seems like he was just like to like hey, you're in your last year of nursing school. You're a nurse now.
2: Oh yeah no well this kid's still pre-med so he's in undergrad. He hasn't gone oh, through. That's
1: right. Okay.
2: Yeah. He so, I don't I don't think he's ready.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would hope we're not to that <laughs> level yet. <The> <laughs> is you real. Want
1: to be a doctor, kid? You get it. Do
2: you, you have biology it. in high school? Go on in there, get it, kid. You're fine. I
1: Isn't that white that thats cool. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> that's terrible. Um. In my world, the past, the next three MMA events have been canceled, but Tony and Khabib are still on on schedule for mid-April, so that's good news. You see where Khabib? Good for you, just, man. Like- Put us, put
2: us two in the ring, or put us two in the arena, and the one that walks out—that was the winner.
1: Dude, I mean, that's <laughs> Daniel White was like, "I'll put him on the moon to fight." <laughs> <laughs> just some wild stuff.
0: Uh, well, hopefully well yeah, listeners.
1: Might...
0: Is... Oh, no, Jared, you got this. You're better at this. I was. No, <laughs> I was just gonna say. Uh, if any listener needs needs a Zoom call of, of support or, um, you know, PT students, uh, clients, patients, providers, hit us up because it's the quarantine can get lonely, and can get boring, you stay positive, we'll get through it. Um, this is a great time to level up some skills, read some books, listen to some podcasts, do some great bodyweight home workouts. You guys gotten in a home workout yet? Yeah, got in. I mean, got in two so far.
2: Yep, we went over to the track at the college yesterday, and Heidi guided the workout, and I'm sore. We had to do a lot of cross body lunges, and that's sore. All my hips haven't done that in a while. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <But> <laughs> good stuff.
2: Not to mention the track was like probably a solid quarter mile. Away from like where you could park, so I was doing a quarter mile loaded carry with my twenty five pound dumbbell, so that was
0: fun. Yeah. Hit up hit up Trace for programming if you need some body weight quarantine get, programming.
2: Between that and TikTok videos, we've pretty much got it figured out. So,
0: are you on TikTok now? Yeah, in highest words. So we've what, been TikTok videoing. What's your? are You got a handle on there? I'll go follow you.
2: I have no idea. I don't no. know how it works. Still, really. But her platform or page
0: or whatever it's called is the one with our videos on it. So, okay. You're about yeah. to be blowing up on TikTok, man.
2: Let's go. All
0: right, guys. Anything Any other words of wisdom? Positivity?
2: No, just reach out if you need anything.
0: Yeah. Reach Don't out. be
2: isolated by yourself. That's lonely.
0: Yeah. So lonely. Don't do it. The yeah, outro do-
2: to this should be that lonely song. Like, I'm so lonely. lonely.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Tyler yeah. and I can put on some like live stream rowing videos now. We can like, have a rowing competition. We got a concept, Hell too. Yeah. He's got a water rower. Let's,
1: let's yeah. fuck some shit up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Live stream Hell. rowing. I'd win every time because the water rower is faster than the Concept twos. Just for you people that don't know that. You want? Is that a fucking bet? That sounds like
0: a challenge. Sounds you like, like a money on. Fuck. It. All right. That's right.
1: Let's go. You'll do your 500 meter row on a water rower, and you're like, "Yeah, my 500 meter row is like a minute 15." And then you got to get on a Concept Two, and you're like, "It's really a minute 40." That was I was way wrong. let's do it, man.
0: Let's put, let's put your water where your mouth is. Oh, uh, hose. <laughs> <nice. laughs> Yeah, delicious. All right, guys. So we, yeah, we we got uh, we got Derek and and Josh this this Saturday. I was thinking 1 p.m. If that works for y'all, we can change it.
2: to me, I think.
1: I'm gonna be moving at some point, but we we'll we'll figure out a time for it for sure. I could probably jump on for like 30 minutes. All cool. Right. I All right, guys.
2: We got this one. Yeah. Right. Peace. See, ya. Hey, bye-bye. We'll see you. And bye bye.